This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is a Joy 94.9 podcast for the Midsummer Show. Proudly presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Midsummer.org.au. Celebrating queer culture. The Midsummer Show on Joy 94.9. Presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Midsummer.org.au. This is Joy 94.9. Hello, Ginny here on the Midsummer Show, uh, taking you through to one, and I've got a plethora of guests for you this afternoon to help you take a glimpse into Midsummer, which kicks off this Sunday. And from what I hear, ticket sales are going hot, hot, hot. And to tell us all about that, Adam Lowe from Midsummer, the man himself, is here. Midsummer's going to be hot this year. It's shaping up to be fantastic. Fantastic, Ginny. I'm uh, overwhelmed with excitement this week. It's incredible. It's going to be amazing. And Chris Pender joins us as well as our special guest host. G'day, Gin. Uh, Welcome back, Chris. Thanks, mate. You uh, made a debut with me and you're back again very bravely. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me back. Love to have you back. Chris Pender and uh, Adam Lowe will be uh, chatting with me for the rest of the hour. Plus, we've got gorgeous girls coming up from Girls Do Gertrude Plus. Midsummer's playing in the raw at Chapel Off Chapel. We've got some guests coming in from that as well. This is a Joy 94.9 podcast for the Midsummer Show. Proudly presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Midsummer.org.au. Join 94.9 The Midsummer Show with Ginny with special guest hosts Adam and Chris Pender. Now, boys, I'm really, really excited. Oh, who isn't? <laughs> three girls in the studio, apparently three of the 40 most talented women in Melbourne come oh, together to dance. Yeah, so you're included in that. Exactly. So I'm really excited <laughs> to have them. There's a secret place that they're going. They haven't invited you, Ginny. I know. I'm very... Um, we are that, but bribes. I am going to give you a cheer for coming into the studio. Welcome to the girls from Girls Do Too True. We've got Chanel here. Hello, Chanel. Might help if I turn your mic on. <laughs> now, girls, I'm really excited about this show because it's all about dancing. And I was out last night, straight comic for the first time in, I think, a few years. And I was just dancing to R&B, you know, bopping away. And, you know, some, some R&B dancing girls go hardcore. And, you know, they, they move, they bounce, they bop. And I thought to myself, how strange is dancing? It is pretty strange. It's even more strange because it's not a show about dancing at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell us what the show is actually about. It's a double bill of plays by the 20th century's most famous lesbian, which isn't Ellen, it's actually Gertrude Stein. I thought it's Jane Lynch these days. No, 20th century. <laughs> 21st is up for grabs still. But um, yeah, it's a double bill of plays, one act plays by Gertrude Stein, a play in circles, which is the one that I'm directing and the lovely Yvonne is directing three sisters who are not sisters. Oh, how does that work? Um, well, like a lot of her writing, it's quite disorienting. Lots of wordplay, really interesting mixes of words and images. Um, quite, She really was a very experimental writer and she used to hang out with people like Picasso who sort of changed the way, the conventions of how art was practised, but she did that in her writing. And that's why she's performed so really, I think. I think people are a little bit scared of her, but it's amazing writing. We're really looking forward to to yeah. experimenting. Yvonne, um, Gertrude Stein, one of the most prolific um, lesbian writers of the 20th century. Um, it's very unlikely that people in Melbourne um, will see this either of these two plays again. Um, it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of chance um, to see the work. That's exactly how we're billing it. Um, that is pretty exciting to us and also pretty exciting because we hope that people won't compare it to other work that they've seen before. Um, 
what the when you say prolific, it's extraordinary. I over the last few days ensconced myself with quite a few books, and my mind is now full of roses and poses and <laughs> wordplay and amazing facts about her life and just her different experimental periods with her writing too. She just was exceptional, and plays are only a small part of her canon as well. Oh well, a reasonable part, but she did so much more as well. Yeah. Novels. Yeah, Poetry. and I mean, you, you've just talked about absorb- uh, drowning yourself in the work um, over the last few days and weekend. I know that uh, you guys filmed a webisode with us for the Midsummer Web TV recently, and you talked about how you're going to drown everybody <laughs> that's working on the working on the <laughs> swimming piece. lessons and floaties <laughs> provided. Drown everybody it'll be in waving, the not drowning. Ginny um, uh, mentioned there are forty of um, our most prominent female performers here, and Melbourne's seen a, a massive rise of independent theatre. Um, Midsummer is trying to very clearly be part of that, um, and to make sure that queer community are part of that. Who can we expect to see? Who's part of the Who's part of the forty, and how are they going to go when you take them up to Falls Creek? And uh, well, it's not it's not just actresses that you will be seeing. It's musos, people you won't see. You won't see the designers. You'll just see what they've created. You won't see the directors. Exactly. That's but, us. So and so, knowing a bit more about them is um, as much a, of my interest as possible. You know? A lot of them are recent grads or people who've been out there sort of emerging artists from sort of all around Australia not just Melbourne so they're people who you will start to see on telly on Neighbours but this is the only time you're do you want me to name names? Oh no, you don't I have to. I would spoil the surprise. No, you've, you're answering the question very well. I, what I'm trying to, to give our listeners is a sense of who and what they can expect to see, uh, as much as because I'm sure there are uh, a, a lot of people out there who know Gertrude Stein and who know the work, um, and would be interested to know how this is going to be presented because it's such a rare thing to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the who's post, the poster uh, is that mousetraps? Yes. The person has yes. mouse traps around the girl. What? Don't tell me she's going to touch them all. No, no. I'll, look, I'll throw, I'll throw some, I'll throw some clues in. But the the amazing thing about this project is we go away for six days, and Gertrude Stein, there is there is no map. She doesn't tell you how to do it at all. She doesn't tell you who says what line. She doesn't tell you what is a line. Um, so we've kind of we kind of know where we're going, but we're not quite sure how we're going to get there. But there may be live animals on stage. Ooh. Yeah, we weren't discussing that. Just there may there like may there may be no animals will be hurt in the making. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be a very well trained. Um, there will definitely gonna, be live. It's very music. much going to be a response on behalf of these forty women um, to the to to what is ulti- ultimately a, almost a stream of conscience, or the closest thing the twentieth century became got to being a stream of conscience from Gertrude. Stein, as you say, there's no she stage direction you, you can't. She would saying that. She uh, would she be probably, so angry. Um, uh, uh, she hates stream of consciousness writing. Yeah. I'm a gay man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Midsummer Show, live on Joy 94.9 and via podcast for summer 2011 slash 2012. See midsummer.org.au for more details. Joy 94.9, this is The Midsummer Show with Ginny and special guest hosts Adam and Chris. Now, if you want to check out Midsummer, there's an awesome uh, write-up coming up in Star Observer. Keep an eye out for the uh, Belly Band Festival Guide as well. And an announcement is going to be being made about Tea Dance. There's going to be a special guest there as well. So check out Star Observer as it's the sands on Thursday, I believe, Adam. 
Yeah, if not Thursday, it's Friday. I can't remember myself right I'm now. pretty sure it's Thursday, but Star Observer is awesome, so check that out. And also, if you want to check out everything that's happening at Midsummer, midsummer.org.au, or you can download the free app, Midsummer 12, onto your iPhone for all you tech-savvy people out there. Now, I got in trouble just before Debbie Harry um, <laughs> for the stream of conscience comment. Um, and I think... Um, and, and I'm a gay man, so I'm allowed to be wrong about Gertrude Stein. But, um, and it's not quite prose. It's not quite... It's, it's, as you were saying, there's no stage direction. There's nothing. And so you, you have to take the words and you have to make up who says what word, what, that, what they... Who they're saying it to, etc., etc., etc. So you're off to Falls Creek, and you're undertaking an experiment to 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 bring this show together with 40 women. Um, and off air, we were talking about the social oil um, and whether or not there might be any gay men coming along. <laughs> um, and the word gay, we talked about the word gay, and um, we also, I think, there's Midsummer bringing the Midsummer hat to this. Um, Providing opportunities for women in the arts. So, ladies, can you talk a bit about those th- those things, those uh, the right, experiment and how the it's going to go? Experiment first. Yeah, this is this whole project is basically because I'm I'm too cheap to pay my online dating membership. Really, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the first I've heard of this. No, no, we, there, I might have a pink sofa membership to give away. Oh, really? But you'll have to come to carnival. Oh, sorry, it's off. Everyone, show <laughs> no. We'll be there. All 40 women will be there. So we're taking them very far from Melbourne so they can't escape the rehearsal process. I think this is the main thing. Um, But, yeah, just a really intense process for about a week in Falls Creek at the Bogong Ski Lodge, if you want to do a drive-by, where we really (laughs) explore these works. And we come back and have one day off and then, bang, we're bumping in and we're on. But Chaney's the one... Chaney and Chanel, you set up this experiment, so maybe you should talk about where it came from. Um... Well, I I was terrified of Gertrude Stein and I was at uni and I had an amazing teacher called Richard Murphy mm. who um, ran a great class and I fell in love because he explained to me With that, that I was a control yeah. freak. <laughs> Just and if I let go... <laughs> If I let go and, and was okay with not being in control and not knowing everything all the time, always, then I would actually enjoy it. And I did. And I really wanted to do it, but I didn't want to do it unless I could have it the way I wanted it, which was massive and epic. So it didn't really work. <laughs> You're still trying to be in control of it. The way well, you yeah, true, but it deserves to be fabulous. It deserves yeah. to be massive. And the only way you can get... Even if you're paying them, you can't do a show this big. Even if you're for a major company, because it has so many performers. And the only way I could get so many performers was to take them and, away for a week. And and, what, and, and so t- talk <laughs> talk about um, the opportunities for women and how this is um, potentially something to as a benchmark for other arts organisations or as a benchmark for Midsummer, perhaps even. Well, I looked at my cast list and I thought. Um, if I live till I'm 89 and I direct until they can't wheel me in anymore, I will never work with a cast of women as good as the one that I'm working with now. Can you tell me in the one, one cast? Name? Oh, drop some names. Well, I'm particularly work excited about working with an actress called Annie Last, yeah. who you may have seen as Anna Karenina for anyone who's living in St Kilda. Um, and we're wrestling her away from the zoo because she's, she's writing um, a show for Melbourne Zoo and she's desperately trying to interview people with elephants in time to come on this camp. Wow. 
So everything's happening. You're wrestling um, Annie away from the zoo. I got distracted when I heard wrestling. Um, yeah. Gay men are the social oil. Yeah, when you said oil too, I'm like, ah, No, the chaperones. Is Dionysus in, in any way? Is it, does, do the guys have to really watch their backs? Well, we will be taking a few beverages up on camp and we will be in an yeah. isolated mountainous region. So. No, the, the men folk that we're taking are good at keeping me in line. That's the point, really. And ladies, you're going to treat us with a bit of an acapella performance, which I'm really excited for, especially with this visual going on in my head. You're on Joy 94.9, you're on the Midsummer Show with Ginny and special guest hosts, Girls Do Gertrude and Adam and Chris. The Midsummer Show podcast. Heard live on Joy 94.9 and presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Celebrating queer culture. You're on the Midsummer Show on Joy 94.9. Ginny here with special guest hosts Adam and Chris Pender taking you through to one. Boo to you two. <laughs> now we're going to be a treat in studio. Girls do Gertrude are about to do a bit of an a cappella performance for us. Girls, can you tell us a little bit about what you're about to do? Well, this will be a lovely uh, number, uh, which is from 1924 called It Had to Be You, and I would love to dedicate it to Gertrude Stein. <laughs> Off you go. Okay. It had to be you, it had to be you, I wandered around and finally found the somebody who could make me be true, could make me be blue, or even be glad just to be sad, thinking of you some others I've seen might never be mean might never be cross or try to be boss but they wouldn't do for nobody else gave me a thrill with all your faults I love you still it had to be you wonderful you it had to be you. Oh, wonderful. That's Girls Do Gertrude there. You can check them out at midsummer.org.au or northcottownhall.com.au. Performances are for 24th to 29th of January. Gilsey, do you want to tell us a little bit more about these performances? Yeah. Matinee well, coming up too. Yes, yes. So from the 24th to the Saturday, it's 8 o'clock performances. And then we've got a great matinee on the Saturday at 2 p.m. For anyone else who's performing in midsummer, that'd be a good chance to come along and see it. And a nice and early uh, 6.30 show on the Sunday. So you can bring your nan. Yeah, bring her along. And it's in the big space at the Northcote Town Hall, which mm. is just extraordinarily beautiful. And we will be making very interesting use of that space. Mm. It's like someone in the... 20s it's went and stunning. read about King Arthur. It's a bit Camelot meets mm, Deco. A bit of Art Deco. Awesome. Very so appropriate. For sounds Gertrude. fantastic. Ladies, yeah. Chanel, thank you for, very much for that uh, great performance. Thank and uh, you. I look forward very much to seeing Girls Do Gertrude at the Northcote Town Hall. Absolutely. Midsummer. Check out au for the tickets. This is a Joy 94.9 podcast for the Midsummer Show. Proudly presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Midsummer.org.au. Joy 94.9. The Pointer Sisters there. He's so shy. I've got two non-so-shy boys joining me in the studio. Adam and uh, Chris is going to be co-hosting with me till one o'clock. 
Now, boys, we've got an exciting show coming up, which you'll tell us about later. But check out midsummer.org.au for all the shows, events, parties, everything that's coming up for our fabulous festival. Also, if you'd like to volunteer and be part of the fifth largest gay, lesbian, queer festival in the world, check out midsummer.org.au and it's your chance to be a part of that. Fifth largest was first best. How's that? Yeah, it's very good, Chris. <laughs> we are the queer capital of Australia too here in Melbourne, so, you know, come on, get out there. I'm so glad Sydney's not listening to that one because <laughs> I think there'd be a bit of hair uh, pulling. With, with the Joy 94.9 app, I'm sure some Sydney siders are listening and they should text in and tell us how um, wonderful we uh, are down here in Melbourne. 0427 Joy 949, kick off the Sydney-Melbourne rivalry on air at joy.org.au. Holler at us uh, from wherever you are all over the world. My love to Michael Rollick and the team up there at Mardi Gras too. <laughs> So boys, Do they have an app? Does Sydney have an app? I don't know. I don't think so. Ah, uh, there you go. One up. Uh, one up. Yeah, you can get the Midsummer app. Midsummer 12 downloaded free on your iPhone. Yes, download Midsummer 12 from the App Store and uh, check out everything that's on at the festival or visit midsummer.org.au, as Ginny has said. Here we are. We're talking now. Um, we're going to move swiftly onwards um, and I want to move to the chapel off chapel and um, the great support that uh, the chapel has been in the city of Stonington over the years at Midsummer this year um, Fly on the Wall Theatre another long term um, participant and supporter of the festival um, through the artistic direction of Robert Shooter is producing Playing in the Roar at the chapel um, it's a season of plays, uh, play readings and bare stage shows um, so you'll see um I'm not even sure how many works put through their paces with scripts in hand with... Um eight, yeah, eight, eight works. So we've got, um, as far as the rehearsal readings go, there's eight of them. Um, and we've got one of the best day shows, which is Deep Rimming and Poplar. Excuse my language. Ooh. Um, and that's a full, fully staged production. It is, it is. It's a, it's a one-man show with Robert Van Mecklenburg in it. It's, uh, it's um, written by Tim Fountain, whom I'm sure is pretty controversial in his own right, so um, that will, I'm sure, get lots of bums on seats. Yeah, and but today I think we're going to focus on a piece that is going to be put as a rehearsed reading called All That I Will Ever Be. Um, our fantastic volunteer team behind the Midsummer Radio Show selected this, and uh, um, we have with us in the studio two of the guys who are, in fact, performing uh, this rehearsed reading. Um, which was written by Alan Ball, who is of HBO, sort of six feet under fame, um, is set in New York City, was written probably just after 9-11. Chris, what more can you tell us about it? Um, it, it focuses around the, the, the relationship of, um, uh, of, an, of an Arab uh, man and, and kind of a white-bred American guy and, um, and their struggles, I think, emotionally and, and to come together you know as a relationship and also i mean how, how they how they how they view themselves i think and luke and francisco are joining us today and luke is playing that white american born bread no 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 how does this all work out a, tell a, us a, who, who do you play luke i uh play another character that comes in just towards the end of the play uh and i suppose that my character is um comes into the play after this other character Dwight mm. um, their relationship uh, they come across they come into some difficulties in their relationship and Fran- uh, Francisco's character sort of takes out those feelings on my character oh. uh, so Good you ruffle him. the feathers a little bit yes yeah, wow. so I take all my all my learnings from my pre- the previous character and, and lash them out on, them on me yeah. on Luke's character well, one of the things that interests me uh, particularly about this work um, within the works that uh, playing in the raw will present at Chapel of Chapel is the Middle East and, and that sort of diversity 
context of the story, um, I've been quite vocal myself about my own experience in the Middle East. I've been, just come back, in fact, from three months over there most recently. Um, and um, I'm very, very, very much an advocate for um, diversity, as Midsummer is. And so um, my understanding of this is that the, uh, the character Dwight and... Uh, effectively rents a, uh, rents a hustler um, and that, that from there develops a relationship that um, can and can't be for various reasons which leads to um, these tensions that then bring in this other character and so on and so forth. Um, what's it like rehearsing the play? Um, what kind of issues are you dealing with in terms of the cultural differences between a Middle Eastern character and an, an American character? Well, I think playing the role of, of Omar, the Middle Eastern character, um, I think he's really grappling with, with these notions of feeling like an outsider, feeling, feeling different, um, and wanting to be accepted for who he is. But uh, ultimately, I think his biggest difficulty is his own shame of who he is. Um, you know, he's wanted to leave his past life behind him. He's trying to portray a certain thing which he feels is... Um, you know this image of a you know this Middle Eastern rent boy is what he thinks people can connect to, but ultimately he's left a bit empty when people don't see beyond that. Yeah, he seems to be selling himself short for, right from the get go. Yeah, and then, that's right. Then, 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 you know, complain about it, or, or maybe not complain about it, but, but yearn for something better. And then, but in the term, in terms of meeting Dwight, he he he, it's contradictory. He seems to find what he can be but also lament on the fact that what he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you guys are both good-looking young men. Are you, are, are you finding the same kind of um, experiences in your own lives as well as the... Uh, is art imitating life here or is life imitating art? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think, you know, working on a character like this and, and trying to really connect with them, you know, it's really, tapped, it's really helped me tap into some of those, um, you know, insecurities I, have, I might have about myself, like, you know, wanting to, um, to really be accepted and respected for who I am but at the same time um, constantly trying to reject certain things within myself um, you know you really sort of find that that can never work you know to be fully accepted by by the world you have to learn to love everything about you we'll hear more from Midsummer's uh, playing in the raw here on Joy 94.9 midsummer.org.au for all the information check it out this is Joy 94.9 the Midsummer Show the Midsummer Show live on Joy 94.9 and via podcast for summer 2011 slash 2012 see midsummer.org.au for more details Leave there from BB Brown on Joy 94.9, the Midsummer Show taking you through to one. Now, check out midsummer.org.au for all the events, the carnival coming up and kicking off on Sunday, all the plays and, and fabulosity, if that's such a word, coming up for Midsummer 2012. Also, volunteers um, are a big part of Midsummer. We've got some working at the carnival on Sunday as well. A volunteers induction was held last week and a lot of people turned up for that. There's another. It was an amazing turnout, Jenny. It was, it was inspiring that so many people are motivated to get that uh, far behind their community across the year people are asking questions about how they can be involved the whole year through not just at carnival or at festival so i'm really excited by the people who uh, came on thursday and i look forward to seeing a lot more of them around festival exactly there's going to be a meeting on wednesday adam for um, those who are working at carnival if you want to join check out midsummer.org.au and go to the contact button and you can figure out how to contact the volunteers there and be be a part of this amazing festival the fifth largest, largest queer festival in the world which is very exciting too exciting. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, part of the Midsummer Carnival, we've got an exciting play coming up, a non-traditional classic American play. Yeah, we were just talking off air about uh, um, my observation uh, of most American stories end up they usually end up in a happy ending. Mm. Um, and I asked the question, did, does this one happy, have a happy ending? And the answer is apparently no. Or, or the, it, it, I'm pleased to hear that it's not a classic, stereotypical happy ending. Um, but guys, is there, is there a message to take away from it um, for, for, for young people or otherwise? Yeah, I think that there is. It's not, even though it doesn't end in a, with a typical resolution of a happy ending, I think there's a lot to take away from it. Um, I think it sort of deals with themes that aren't just about sexuality or um, the gay gay community. I think it's um, more about universal themes that all people can connect to. In, in, ter- in, a, in a relationship context? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but also with in terms of your relationship with yourself. Yeah, and culturally as well. I think, um, I think at the end of it, you, I think you lament some of the things that get in the way of us connecting with, with other people. Yeah, so, um, well, that's, that's a great thing. I think um, I'm into the idea of letting go and being a, a bit more open-minded. Um, and it is very important to start with oneself in, in, in doing that. Um, and it sounds to me like this is the message of the play. Mm. Um, and, you know, how, how are rehearsals going? Are you flat out at the moment? Yeah, yeah, we're working very, very hard on it. We've got two weeks to go. It's on next week, on Saturday the 21st. The, the, these guys were, I, I sat in rehearsals, probably maybe second or third re- rehearsal in, and, and, and Francesco and, and, um, and Christian, who was playing Dwight, they, they, they were off the book in some of the scenes already, so it was, it was fa- fabulous. Yeah. And now tell me, I think um, Anton Enos is potentially hosting yeah. the evening that this particular play yep. is um, yep. Yeah, um, Anton's coming down. He, um, he's a good supporter of um, ours, and he, uh, he hosted one of our readings last year. For We're pretty much doing the same thing. Um, playing in the Raw is pretty much uh, an extension of the four-play uh, format that we had last year at Chapel of Chapel. So uh, we had, uh, last year we had four readings. This, this year we're actually having eight because they were very, very popular. Um, yeah, Anton's coming back down again. Um, he loves it. Um, we've also got a couple of other uh, guest hosts as well. Uh, ben Steele, who's an actor and filmmaker. Oh, and from Heaven Away? Yep. Hi. And, um, yeah, <laughs> he's coming through. And, um, yeah, a couple more to be confirmed. And, and yeah, it's, it's, um, it'll, be, it'll be hot. And for people who didn't see the uh, foreplay last year and uh, may not be familiar with the format, these hosts introduce the play. What, how does this work? Yep, yep. So it's um, it's very informal atmosphere. It's kind of uh, it's if you've been to Chapel or Chapel, it's uh, in the mezzanine area, which is where they usually hold uh, um, uh, the the visual art. Yeah, and um, up the stairs, and so you've got free seating. Um, the the hosts basically introduce the the cast and the director and and, and a little bit about the play. Um, they Is there re- time for questions at the end? Yeah, yeah. Quick Q and A at the end, and um, it's it's really to really showcase um, a, a, a whole range of um, what we think is quality plays that could possibly be um, put towards a, a full stage production. Um, you know, judging on on feedback from audience and 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 uh, and, and all all on board and. Um, so we're looking at all of the other producers out there in, amongst festival to come and have a look at the plays as well and potentially take one of these plays and bring it back to festival in a year or two's time in yep. a fully staged production. Oh, absolutely, because we think yeah, we think the quality of the writing is pretty good. And um, and what we like to do at, at Fly on the Wall also is to really nurture up-and-coming 
um, writers and or not just writers, but all, all artists in, in that can be um, involved in, in in a play or, or in a in a in a performance in a stage performance. So whether it be the cast or, or directors or producers or actors. Yeah, or, you are you are indeed featuring some Australian work um, yeah, this year. Yep, yeah, Alex Brune's um, new full length play called Twelve. Um, uh, that will be on um, on the Sunday, the 29th of January. Um, all that I will ever be will be on the on the 21st, on the Saturday. Um, with actually next week is is when it kicks off. That's when uh, Taken In by uh, John Lau, directed by Sean Mulcahy. That'll be on at uh, seven uh, on Saturday on the on the 14th. Um, and so yeah, every weekend. So from from this weekend onwards up until the fourth of. Yeah, the fifth of February. Um, absolutely, the White Garden. I think is the is the work that closes the season. Um, again, now the White Garden is a sort of nineteen twenties lesbian affair kind of story. Jenny, you might be interested. My in eyes the are just Garden. lighting up as you told me that, Em. So you can check that out at midsummer.org.au. All the events and details. And Midsummer in the Raw. I'm really excited about the collection of plays you got coming up there. So check yeah, that and out. I really must get together with Robert Tudor because he must, uh, you know, he's found some fantastic works um, that suit queer culture so and reflect queer culture so well. And we should talk about the future years and make this so much stronger. Yeah. I've got to ask Francisco and Luke too, boys. This is is this your first Midsummer performance? Yes, it is. Yes, it is for uh, me too. Uh, you're both living in Melbourne, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. So you've been to a midsummer before. Have you been initiated? Yes, been to a, been to some of the events. <laughs> I've been initiated as a yeah. as a participant <laughs> of. Now you are going to be. I'm going to have them initiated at the jumping castle at Tina. There's a jumping castle. Yes. You, not, you can't ride the jumping boy. castle, Jenny. Well, uh, Adam, you've been popping all these surprises on me. You're making me like a little kid in a candy store. There's a jumping castle and I can't jump on yes, it. Yes, and we'll take Francisco and Luke to the jumping castle and initiate them there. Okay. What, what's happening in a jumping castle? Anything you like. Oh, I see. That's why I can't be a part of it. <laughs> You're on Joy 94.9. More from the Midsummer Show coming up after these sponsorship announcements. The Midsummer Show, live on Joy 94.9 and via podcast for summer 2011 slash 2012. See midsummer.org.au for more details. Joy 94.9, the Midsummer Show with Ginny, Adam and Chris. And we're coming to the wrap-up of the show. What an exciting show it has been. Awesome performers. Girls do Gertrude. Two handsome boys. Wow. I know, I'm, I, I'm stuck to my chair. <laughs> you can check out midsummer.org.au and apparently I'm ticket sales... <laughs> apparently ticket sales... The same chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. The social oil is spread across the show in, in its, its entirety. <laughs> apparently ticket sales from December for Midsummer have um, seven times the amount of tickets have been sold since before Christmas. Yeah, the true? first two weeks of January are traditionally the busiest selling period for Midsummer and um, we've seen the ticket sales increase by seven times the rate they were pre-Christmas, everybody. So um, wow. you're certainly out there reading the website and you're certainly looking at all the press. And in a minute you'll see much more stuff on the Yarra trams. Um, our brochures are out. and um, So that's what's causing global warming. Yeah, oh no. Yeah, the ice poles are melting. Yeah. The midsummer ice poles, yeah. That's right. And, well, the ice pole, I've got ideas for the ice pole. Uh, is this involved a jumping castle as well? Yes. Right, but I'm not allowed on the um, jumping castle. There are castle. other inflatables, are... potentially. Other inflatables. Okay, well, okay, I'm getting excited now. <laughs> Check out midsummer. Adam's like trying to say something. What, you, what Have you got something? No, 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 I'm just excited. <laughs> 
Go to midsummer.org.au. All the information is there as well. And Carnival kicks off on a Sunday with uh, Tea Dance following afterwards. And there's going to be a special announcement of a special guest at Tea Dance. I hope so. Um, you, can you give us any clues, Adams? No. No? No clues? Okay. Check out Star Observer. It's going to hit the sand on Thursday. It's going to have a belly band. That sounds really... um. Like a, that's, I think that's an industry. Wear. I think that's an industry term. It's a little souvenir gift lift out thing. Belly band sounds like something you wear to a wedding to suppress your. Sounds like something I wear to a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my six pack's got plenty of ice around it. That takes surgery, doesn't it? <laughs> and Adam, are you looking forward to um, Carnival kicking off? Obviously, you've been working very hard over the past few months planning this festival. Well, putting well it I together. haven't been working quite so hard as some of the people at the office and the volunteers. My my job is. Um, um, uh, a lot more pleasurable than some of the work that they those guys have to do. Yeah. I can't do it without them, and I can't take the I can't take the credit. They must. Um, and Jaff is sitting over there um, behind you, and you're volunteering your time to help us here, Ginny, as everybody is. So um, I can't do it without those people. I'm incredibly excited, as you can see. I'm bouncing around this room a, like um, a kid in no a end. It's, it's the last week before the thing goes live, and come on. I reckon Jaffa and I... It's just about the weather now. As volunteers, I think what we'd really like as a a payment would be the jumping castle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, let's... uh, I'll let the two of you on the jumping castle, if 100 people hit Facebook on the Midsummer Facebook page and um, say that I should. Okay. Go to midsummer.org.au or check out Facebook and put in Midsummer to help me and Jeff's jumping castle dream come true. We will get to you next Monday from 12pm. This is the Midsummer Show. Ginny here, shot signing off. Celebrating queer culture. The Midsummer Show on Joy 94.9. Presented by Midsummer Festival 2012. Midsummer.org.au. The Midsummer Show. Live on Joy 94.9 and via podcast for summer 2011 slash 2012. See Midsummer.org.au for more details. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.